0: For the best audio experience, and to avoid embarrassment, we strongly suggest you use headphones whilst listening to Bubble and Squeak. Hi, I'm Peterson Toscano, and this is Bubble and Squeak, a podcast with uncanny sounds, funny interludes, and stories, most weird, many true. Okay, here's Season 3, Episode 7. Our show today comes in three parts. Part one, a conversation with public Bible scholar and troublemaker, Dr. Jennifer G. Bird. Part two, Marvin gets a job at a born-again online store. Part three, a sound slice from Norway. Do you have a friend that, whenever you're with them, the interaction sparkles with creativity, intelligence, and whimsy? I am super lucky to know Dr. Jennifer Bird, a Bible scholar and an amazing conversationalist. I recently chatted with her about her work and a new podcast she co-hosts. It comes out of the Wild Olive Institute for the Study of Bible and Culture. Now, usually I edit myself out of these conversations. But when Jen and I get talking, we become this weird, wild organism throwing verbal sparks. Enjoy.
1: I'm not trying to shame people for what they think and believe, what they've been taught, because I have be- believed a lot of these things. I'm trying to talk about it. There's a new way of thinking about it. There's a new way of looking at this. There's more to it than we were. most of us were taught. And so I just want to name that for people. And you can do with it whatever you want to do with it.
0: When you meet somebody for the first time and they ask you, so what do you do? These days, what's your go-to answer?
1: (laughs) Let's see. Well, it really depends on context and the person as I can like read in the moment. Right. How much about them can I read? Are they going to be open to me saying I help people bring critical thinking to reading the Bible? Some people I can read like are open to that and they'll be like, oh, lovely. Right. And then then some people you can tell I'm not going to say that. (laughs) I'm going to say something more like, well, I have a doctorate in biblical studies, and so I like to help people better understand what the Bible is, what's going on in there, what, you know, how did it come together, what were the influences, and to better understand it in its own context, the best that we can, in order to know what to do with it today.
0: So you're Beelzebub.
1: (laughs) I spin lies that sound nice. So that I can deceive them and get them into my grasp. And. (laughs) No.
0: You um, have put yourself out into the world in various media, Uh, and how are the various ways that people are, to use a social media term, consuming you these days? (laughs)
1: I didn't. Yes, that is it, isn't it? <clears throat> I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad to say still, I'm still all here. So the main way that people consume what I put out there is through my YouTube channel. Someone had encouraged me to, to try to start putting myself out there. As you well know, you got to take baby steps and figure out how to do it well and all that stuff. I started doing a, like a short series of Does the Bible Tell You So? Like a five-minute video once a week. And then I started a new podcast, essentially, in June, and I went every day at 3 p.m. Eastern, and I started reading through biblical passages that relate to the topics that relate to my next book. I call that Storytime Live with Dr. Bird, like sex, marriage, and more. I'm continuing to do that until I get through the entire biblical canon, which means I'll be going for a while. (laughs) because there are a lot of passages that relate to sex and marriage and some form of physical harm that involves intimate body parts. Of course, I'm trying to throw out some short, create some shorts from that. But I also have a colleague who invited me to partner with her. Her name is Jean Patrol, and she and I have brought in a team of lovely people to produce Wild Olive, game-changing conversation about literature, culture, and the Bible. That's a fun one because she's a literature scholar. Who teaches the Bible as literature? And I'm a biblical scholar who's just trying to help people better understand it. We come together and have really fun conversations together. This is our second season. We're starting off by engaging Angels in America, Kushner's play and/or short series. You know, I rewatched it two or three times just to get some good content and fodder. And I just love that short series. So, yeah, so Wild Olive, you can get that at anywhere you get podcasts. So, Peterson, I think you know this, right? One of the things I'm most interested in right now is talking about marriage in the Bible. I've been doing that for about a a decade now. I have been trying to find ways to help people of faith who want to know what to do with the Bible in this conversation about marriage equality and even ordination. Those two are related, but focusing on marriage. It all led me to creating a video series, Marriage in the Bible. A discussion among friends. And then I ended up writing the book which goes a little deeper on each topic that the video series has.
0: So you're a woman who is a (laughs) scholar, who is an author, who is a podcaster. You're like a social mediatrix.
1: (laughs) I like that. Can I can I like put that on my tag like can I <laughs> absolutely. On my
0: absolutely
1: my Instagram and TikTok <laughs> yeah so and so yes so I have a video series I have a book coming out in a couple months uh, Marriage in the Bible what do the texts say uh, you know I'm working on it working on it
0: I have a feeling you have a lot of queer people who follow you
1: yeah yeah I do and I not really.
0: just in the store to say like where'd she get those shoes <laughs> but follow you like online and your work and stuff
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, Peterson, what I think you're talking about is this issue of traditional interpretations over the centuries that have ended up in fairly conservative circles, or not just conservative, but kind of some of the mainline traditions. What is taught as normative in those traditions just isn't really well informed. So that when someone like me comes along and says, actually, this is what's actually going on, it is queer. It's queer to what the tradition has said but I'm actually being much more true to the historical realities, the people who wrote these, the confusions or ideas and things that they're engaging and responding to. So I love that you said that. I will welcome that.
0: Why? Why is this such an important passion for you? Because it is something that you have very vigorously pursued and you're not the kind of person that's like you know keeping up with the jennifer birds you know kardashian type thing it's not like you're trying to like flash yourself in front of people look at me look at me you you know you push yourself intentionally out there Mm -hmm. to do all this uh at sacrifice at times why why is this important to you
1: it's a really lovely question I have a past of using the Bible and in ways that I now think were harmful to others at times, but I meant well. I was an evangelist in my 20s, and I was trying to bring teenagers to Jesus, bring them to Christ. But the way I handled the Bible in the middle of all of that was harmful to myself. It was harmful, I think, to others, even though, as I said, I really did mean well, and I know that the people I worked with did as well, but we weren't seeing a full picture, I don't think. So that all sent me to seminary. And so when I started studying the Bible a little bit more for its own sake, instead of to try to fuel a purpose, You know, instead of trying to make it say what I wanted it to say, I was trying to see what it was saying. And I realized there was a lot more to it. Pick your topic. The Bible might say multiple different messages on any given topic. It started to become much more complex and ultimately I just looked around and I care I care about people and I care that there are billions of people who are growing up in faith contexts who are being told to think a certain thing about a particular sexual identity, for instance, that is actually just not true to what human experience actually is and human realities. The embodiedness of sexuality is quite complex. This isn't just my opinion, right? <laughs> this is science. This is reality. Human sexuality goes beyond hetero realities. It just does. And even within one body who thinks they are hetero, sexuality is more than just that. I know that so many people want to be true to what the Bible says, and I, I get that. But that is not the whole picture. And so I care about trying to help people have a better picture. And then they can work from there on figuring out what to do with it all in light of this more informed understanding of this collection we call the Bible.
0: of Christian Books and Church Supplies. May the Lord bless you, keep you, and make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Uh, my name is Marvin. How can I help you? What's that? Yes, we are. We're having a sale all week on uh, church welcome packs. Yeah, yeah, and it's, we have a whole array depending on like the demographics you want to welcome. Um, some information first. What's the name of your church? Uh, first Baptist Church uh, in Middletown. Thank you. And your name? All right, Cynthia. Okay, Cynthia. Um, yeah, so the basic. There's just the very basic if you want, which, I don't know, you're a First Baptist Church. You probably don't want the basic, but, but let me tell you, it's just a pad of paper and a pencil. That's it. Now, if you want, you can have your name on it. I mean, not your name, not Cynthia. <laughs> that would be funny, right? No, it wouldn't be funny. Uh, no, First Baptist Church in Middletown. Yes, you know, that's extra. But let me let me tell you about the other packages we have. We have a deluxe package, which is very nice, right? It comes with a tote bag. It comes with a Bible, yeah, Ah. yeah, a whole Bible, not just the New Testament, yeah, a pad, a pen and it has um, a water bottle or you can get a coffee mug you know you decide and it's color coded you can decide on the colors that you want Um, but you know let me tell you about the super deluxe which we have a you know as well as a bestseller which is surprising to me because it's so specific right the super deluxe package is specifically for uh, a family of four a mom a dad a daughter and a son and and they get everything. I mean, it's incredible. And it's all color coded. So like everybody gets a tote bag, they get the Bible, they get the pad, the pen, they get the, you know, the, the sippy mug, whatever the coffee mug or the uh, the water bottle, you know, all of that. But it's all color coded, right? So dad gets red mom gets teal I don't know why it's the color this year uh and uh, the little girl gets pink and the boy gets camo which I didn't know was a color but apparently it's a color what's that wait you want what but hold on hold on a second Janet Janet I, I Cynthia has a question here she wants to know if we have wait hold on let me let me, I don't understand you want a welcome pack for people who are not welcome like could you be more specific who are you not welcoming Oh, the homosexuals. Yeah. I don't I don't think we have. Let me just Okay, I'll check. Janet, do we have some sort of a welcome packet for LGBTQ people who are not welcome? Oh, we do. All right. Let me let me look at that up. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we have something here. It's um Yep. All right. That's what it is. Okay, so basically what it is, it's um a bag of condoms and lube. How How very considerate. And uh, a list of all the churches that have rainbow flags in front of them. Yeah, that's what the rainbow flags mean. Yeah. What's that? Oh, you want, oh, wait, you want to know too if you get a welcome pack for women who are recently divorced, who are prowling around the church looking for men. I don't think we have that. What's that, Janet? Oh, yeah, she said just use the gay one. All right. Okay, I'm going to go now, Cynthia. I've had enough. Uh, May the Lord bless you, keep you, and uh, make his butt shine upon you. Let me set the scene for you. I'm in the small city of Tromsø in the very north of Norway. It's late October, and already it is a glacial wonderland. I was invited to present at a church festival set in one of the few remaining wooden cathedrals. Most of the others were destroyed during the Nazi attack and occupation in 1940. I entered the church to get a sense of the space, and there I encountered a jazz group practicing. They called themselves Strangiaz. Double and Squeak is written and produced by me, Peterson Toscano. I mostly make the show for me and for artsy friends like Linda J. Reed. Learn more about Dr. Jennifer G. Bird at her website, jennifergracebird.com. You will also find her on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and she's killing it on TikTok. Jen co-hosts the podcast Wild Olive. It's available wherever you get podcasts and it is so worth listening to. The Bubble and Squeak theme song is Worthless by the Jelly Rocks from the album Bang and Whimper. To find more great music and new podcasts, visit rockhandyrecordings.com. Feel free to say hi to me on Twitter, TikTok, or when you see me walking around Sunbury, Pennsylvania. Oh, and thanks for listening. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.